Welcome to Herbs with Erin, Remedies for Body and Spirit podcast, where we help people explore the power of herbs to create optimal wellness and strengthen their spiritual practice so they can feel healthy and connected. Herbal information provided in this podcast is meant for educational purposes only. It is not meant to take the place of professional medical advice. I'm going to share with you some tips on how to store herbs in jars from how to find the jars, how to clean them, and reasons to use jars in general. So I use jars to store my herbs in my own home herbal apothecary. I do have some things in plastic. Um, If they came that way from, let's say, Mountain Rose Herbs, then I'll keep them in those because they're labeled nicely, they um, seal nicely, Um, or if I don't have any other jars to use, which happens frequently. So I love the large jars, they can be difficult to find. Uh, I certainly can purchase them, but I typically like to find them if people have like old pickle jars laying around and if they have a matching cover, that is a bonus. So I stopped at this estate sale just recently. Uh, I didn't have any plans to do so, but I was curious to see what they had looking for a few things. And there, lo and behold, was two uh, boxes of these large jars that looked like they had stored food in them. And some of them had the labels on them that said pickles. So they had matching covers. They looked a little dirty, like they had been in the basement where I found them. It looks like they had been in the basement for um, some time. And I thought that they were not that dirty. You know, it was something that I could clean up. I found jars before that looked like they had stuff in them that kind of, you know, congealed or that had um, kind of condensed on the sides of the jar uh, surface. And those I don't usually get just because I don't, you know, know what was in there or how hard it is going to be to clean them. But these particular jars looked promising. So I spent the $14 to get them. I I took them home. And I soaked them in OxyClean because I have found that to be helpful. And it's, you know, on this, it's not as environmentally uh, caustic as some of the cleaners are. I found that it's to be, you know, fairly environmentally friendly. And I had two sinks of this OxyClean hot water mix going. Um, My sinks are pretty deep, so I could get two to three of these large um, jars in them. Uh, so one would set would be soaking and I'd be washing the other set, um, scrubbing them, rinsing them very thoroughly and then letting them air dry. And then I put some more to soak and go down to the next um, sink to keep cleaning. And 14 jars doesn't seem like a lot, but they're big. Like I can get my arm in there up to my elbow and clean them. Uh, and I wanted to make sure that I had scrubbed everything off. So it went quickly, fairly quickly. And I got them clean and sparkly. And as they sat out on the counter drying, I thought, oh, they're so lovely. I want to do a photo shoot with them. (laughs) So I did that. I um, I put a tablecloth out in the garden and laid them all out and was sure to not get the tablecloth dirty on the ground, which was a feat. And, um, then I used some other props around the garden. And once I got started, I just couldn't stop because the lighting was really good at the end of the day. The camera was working right. And um, yeah, the flowers were just, everything was just perfect about that moment. So I kept snapping pictures. By the time I was done with this 
jar photo shoot, I was like sweating <laughs> because I was holding positions like, you know, crouching in certain positions to catch the light in a certain way. Um, try not to make them crooked and all these different things that I, you know, never thought about as some, as a photographer must do on a, you know, frequent basis. You're really using your body a lot. And I was so focused on what I was doing and trying to catch the light as fast as I could because the sun was setting and changing the way the shadows were going and things like that. And I got in such a zone that it felt like I was, um, doing this for like two hours that just like time flew but in reality it was just like 45 minutes or something like that so I got some really beautiful pictures and some not so beautiful pictures I'm not a photographer so um you know I'm just playing around with this new to me camera that I have uh, and just doing the best that I can and just had so much fun capturing the light with these jars which you know it's not an easy thing to do I found with jars they reflect a lot of things so I was thinking, you know, this would be a really great um, lesson to provide people about using jars uh, for herb storage. Because I, as I was cleaning them, I was thinking and finding some new things about it. Here's some things. Where do I find my used glass jars? Garage sales, thrift sales, yard sales, estate sales, whatever you want to call them. Um, usually, you know, they're kind of tucked under a table or in a basement, you know, because they're... I don't know why they, I guess they're, they don't think there's something people are looking for. Um, but I see them and then I look to see how much I'm going to have to clean them. Does it look like they stored like something really weird, um, like somebody's old oil from their car or something, you know, or does it look like they've been in the house? And so I usually, uh, I have passed up jars in the past because they just don't look like they've been stored well. There's something's in them that's like crusted on the bottom that I don't think I'll ever be able to get out. So I'm looking for jars with lids, especially because it's kind of hard to find lids for these large jars that are like, I don't know, they've got to be at least a gallon or more, some of them that I have. I'm looking to make sure they don't have many um, chipped glass pieces around the lid. And I'm looking to see if I can get my hands in them so I can clean them thoroughly. And some of the jars that I got at this estate sale were a little bit tricky to get my hands in. Um, if you've seen pictures, the blue ball jars have a fairly narrow mouth. And I don't particularly like that. But these blue jars were beautiful and tall and I had to get them. So uh, family and friends are some other ways that I've have gotten jars. Um, if you know somebody who's in the restaurant, tavern, or bar industry that's either working there or owns one, you may ask them to hold those jars for you. So they're going to have to, you know, store them somewhere. May, sometimes they don't have a place to store them. And uh, you're going to have to arrange a time to pick them up. So usually it's somebody you know in order to get them. And then uh, certainly at other stores, I find them on sale other like outlet stores may have them in the kitchen aisle. I've often gone gone down there to see if I can find, um, you know, a handful of, of big jars that are there that are fairly inexpensive to purchase. And if they have certain colors or shapes and different sizes, you know, that's always a, a plus. But the bigger jars are something that I'm looking for because the herbs that I'm harvesting are coming in bigger quantities for me. Things that I'm growing in my garden are getting bigger and so I just need more room. So I do prefer using glass jars for herb storage. Um, for one, because they can be easily cleaned, plastic tends to hold the 
odors of the previous thing that was in it, especially some of these herbs that I'm, um, you know, storing for a year or longer. I don't want the odors to get stuck in them so that I can use them over and over. And plastic actually, some of those plastic containers aren't meant to last for decades like glass can. The plastic can actually off-gas, it can start to break down, and I would rather not have that in the things that I'm storing. Glass is typically easier to recycle if need be. I did break a blue glass after I did all the photo sessions. It was unfortunate, but it was right at the very end um, and I broke it. It was so sad. But it's easier to recycle glass than, let's say, plastic. In my area right now, in my local town, there's only like number one and number seven that can be recycled at this point. But any kind of, you know, glass jar can be recycled. And it is also fairly easy to find different size glass jars and even the bigger ones during canning season, which is about late summer here. So lots of people with gardens. Um, and, you know, I don't find a whole section in a store with plastic jars, but I do see them with glass jars. So, you know, there's the advantage of that, too, is that it's a little bit, it's more likely you'll be finding um, jar supplies during canning season. Glass keeps out oxygen and scents from the other things that are around it. I have found that not all plastics are created equally. Uh, you can tell that by the number that's on the bottom of them, and they're created with different kinds of chemical formulations. So some of them are meant to last a long time, and some of them aren't. And so some of them are more permeable. It doesn't seem like it, but there's more um, oxygen and you know odor exchange that can happen in between the, the layers. So I have never had that issue with glass. Glass is glass. And I um, have never had any issue with thick-walled glass jars being able to absorb smells from other things that are nearby it. And glass keeps out oxygen, and oxygen um, degrades and breaks down everything in life. That's why uh, antioxidants are so popular in health care and in our wellness and uh, food, because um, it helps to keep us looking and feeling youthful. So we want to keep the oxygen out. Now, different colors of the glass have been known to help filter out UV light and sunlight. Um, which is helpful if you have direct light coming in near your herbs or near your apothecary. I like the clear, um, the clear glass because I can see what's in there. I can see if anything is molding or the color is degrading. Um, anything, any changes that would tell me that those dried herbs in there are no longer fresh and, and I mean fresh, not in like fresh, fresh, <laughs> but if that they're no longer holding their herbal um, constituents, they're breaking down in some way or some moisture has been um, introduced or somehow an insect has survived and is in there, usually the, the clear glass jars are easy to see that, but they allow more light in to more sunlight. So dark uh, amber colored jars can help keep out the light. There's some purple jars out there that are 
you know, they report that they keep out a lot of UV light, but it's also hard to see inside. So, now, I also like the jar to be a wide mouth jar, which means it's wider at the top. And then that way I can get my hand in there to clean it and to pull out herbs. And also some herbs, when they, I'm pouring them out, can get stuck because they're bulky. Um, so the smaller the, the jar mouth is, the harder it gets to pour things out of it, to put things in it, and to clean it. Uh, but they're still, they're still usable. If it has a, a narrower uh, neck or a narrower jar mouth, then I like to put smaller items in there like powdered herbs and herbs that have um, smaller parts like lavender flowers or chamomile flowers or even um, rose petals. So sometimes I add herbs into my jars that I have not taken it apart. I've kept them as whole as possible with stem and everything because that actually can help keep the, the herb um, last longer because less oxygen can get around it and get access to the, the surface. All right, some cleaning tips. So like I said, OxyClean, I really like that one. It can, um, it can really soften things that are hardened inside the glass uh, jar. It can also dissolve away bits that maybe are kind of like in the nooks and the crannies of the jar, the jar mouth where you put the lid on. And it also can refresh uh, up any sense, sense that may have been in there. Um, and it is fairly inexpensive to use. So it can do a lot of work for me instead of me having to like scrub things off. But if I do have to scrub things off, I actually like to use like a steel scrubber. Um, I don't see it uh, scratching the glass, but I don't scrub really, really hard with it either. So like a steel, steel wool or something like that can help get some pieces that have hardened on there. But in general, after I've used the glasses, uh, the glass jars with, you know, there've been herbs in there. I'm done with the herbs. Everything's empty. I just use soap and water to clean them out and then just rinse them really well and let them air dry. You could uh, purchase different um, size scrubbers to get to the bottom if you can't get your hand into the bottom. Um, sometimes the neck is too narrow and my hand doesn't fit in. Um, and sometimes putting a plastic, you know, glove on like a kitchen glove that you would use to wash dishes with, sometimes it can be slippery enough to get your hand in there. Or you can, you know, find uh, somebody with smaller hands to, to get into the bottom. But generally scrub brush or soap and water will get everything out. So those are some of my tips for using glass jars for herb storage, from where to find them, how to clean them, what to put in them if they have a wide mouth or a narrow neck. And I have also have this in a PDF form on my website, Full Circle Herbals. Go to the blog section and look for tips for using glass jars for herb storage, where you can also find more pictures and a place to comment if you have any other tips for using glass jars for herb storage. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining the Herbs Podcast. Please connect with me on fullcircleherbals.com or at the Facebook page, Full Circle Herbals. I'd be happy to receive suggestions for future podcast topics.